Good morning. This is Ask Andy, a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me at 215-259-3687 and on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. I'd like to talk to you today about how we value cases in your basic motor vehicle car crash situation. So let's say there's no question who's at fault, you were rear-ended, or someone turned left in front of you. Very simple. There's not a dispute as to who caused the accident. The other person did. The insurance company is not going to fight you on who caused the accident. So what are they going to fight you on? They're going to fight you on how bad your injuries are and whether they're related. Now, one of the kind of important breakpoints in case valuation is or are situations where the treatment goes from just maybe personal injury physical therapy to something more substantial like epidural steroid injections or radiofrequency ablation or surgery. Now why is this significant? Well it's significant for one very very kind of subtle reason, but important reason, and the reason is this. If you're just getting physical therapy, the insurance companies will believe, rightfully or wrongfully, that you are exaggerating your pain or suffering for purposes of your lawsuit. It's very hard to, you know, detect pain. There's no objective sign of of pain. It's basically you reporting pain. Now, you may be a very believable, credible person. You may be a a Catholic priest or this or that, someone who has, you know, impeccable credibility, but the insurance companies will still seek to question your credibility and, and assert, you know, in a roundabout way that, you know, maybe you're exaggerating your pain to get more money from your lawsuit. Now, a lot of that just sort of goes out the window when a board-certified orthopedist determines that, one, you have pain, two, your pain is is detectable on some sort of, where the cause of your pain is detectable by MRI, and three, they order that you need further treatment than just physical therapy. Now, all of a sudden, you've gone from a lower level personal injury case, you know, maybe $10,000 or less, and you've bounced right up over $10,000 just by virtue of having a doctor order the epidural steroid injection. It basically means that conservative measures have not solved your pain, and all of a sudden, the insurance company has to recognize that you know, objective physicians who do this for a living are now determining that, you know, you're not making this up and you need further care and treatment. So the single injection increases the value of your case by, you know, some number that is debatable. You know, I I look at it like $20,000 per injection. The insurance companies look at it like 15 or 10,000 per injection. And we sort of negotiate around between 15 and 20 or 15 and $20,000 per injection. Uh, And then there's debate between the lawyers and the insurance claim reps 
about whether, let's say, sometimes you go to the doctor for uh, neck pain with a herniated disc following a car accident, and you have two injections at the same day, at the same office visit. Now, the insurance company may look at that as, well, it's one visit for injections. We'll only give you the, the one injection price. And I look at it like, look, someone stuck, you know, four, two, two to four needles in your neck, two of them for numbing and two of them for the actual medication. That's two or four injections. So that's just negotiating sort of posture or tactics in these cases. But the bottom line and the important note to remember is that if you've, you know, been treated at the scene of the accident or treated within a few days with your primary care, and then your primary care recommends that you go to physical therapy and you're diligent in your physical therapy and you go through six weeks of PT and you go back to your orthopedist and the orthopedist says, look, you're not better go get an appointment for epidural steroid injections, then that all of a sudden your case is worth more, rightfully or wrongfully, in the eyes of the insurance company who writes the checks. And as a result, it's worth more in the eyes of your lawyer because you've gone to this next step. Now, you're not a candidate for surgery yet because you haven't gone through the steps of, you know, figuring out whether the epidural steroid injections work. So the next you know, moments of the podcast are the following. Epidural steroid injections are essentially an injection into the region of your spine that has nerves that are injured or damaged or stunned or swollen or compressed or whatever you want to say in medical terms. But essentially, steroids which help your body heal, are injected into the region where the doctor feels there's problems. So a lot of times clients will have injections into C5, C6, which is up in your neck, or L5, S1, which is down in your sacrum, way down in your pelvis, kind of way down in your, you know, the lower end of your tailbone. So usually what the doctor's in my experience, will say is, here, we're going to give you one injection on your right side at L5, S1, which is sort of in the region of your L5 vertebrae or your S1 vertebrae, and come back in two months if you need to. So the, the goal is for that epidural steroid injection, just one injection, the goal is that that should relieve your pain for, you know, one to three months, depending on the person. Sometimes it's six months, but if you don't have pain relief from that injection pretty fast, you know, within a day or two, it's concerning that you may have deeper or more significant problems. A lot of people, a lot of clients I deal with have, you know, two or three injections and they're done. They feel great. Their body's healed. Some people need two injections a year, and I've got some clients who've had 10 to 15 injections, and the pain is not going away. So what's the downside of these injections? Well, doctors will tell you that too many steroid injections and too much steroid in general is bad for you. It's bad for your bones. It's bad for this. It's bad for that. So that's true of a topical steroid. If you take medication for skin problems or autoimmune disorders. Basically, steroids are are a necessary evil. They have downsides. Same thing with these injections. If we're jabbing steroids into your body, you got to be aware of, of, you know, there's some downside risk to it. But it gives people a lot of pain relief in these car situations. And 
most people don't want to go through back surgery. You know, there have been a lot of advances in back surgery, but at the same time, it's a little dicey proposition and most people are not willing to go through back surgery. So epidural steroid injections are kind of the next step after conservative measures such as physical therapy have failed. Between the epidural steroid injection and back surgery, there's something called radiofrequency ablation, which can be done. And ablations are, are, you know, it sounds to me as if they are essentially using uh, radiofrequency or using some sort of energy to essentially burn out the nerve ending so you are not capable of feeling pain where the pain is being generated or where the pain, you know, the compression of the nerve is being sensed. So, you know, radio frequency ablations are kind of, in my experience, the next and final step before back surgery. And that's really for the people who've been in much more serious uh, collisions. And the much more serious collisions, thankfully, don't happen as often in my experience. Um, so I have a you know fair amount of rear-end crashes, fair amount of people turning left in front of my clients and causing crashes. The ones where people have head-on crashes, where someone on the other coming the other way crosses the center line and smashes into your car and the airbags deploy, those are more situations where you're going to have fractures of the legs or fractures of the sternum, which is the, the bones holding your chest ribs together. And those people often will need a radiofrequency ablation procedure short of surgery. So that's enough for today. That's kind of a rundown on epidural steroid injections and a little window onto, you know, how values are determined in your average everyday, you know, run-of-the-mill car accident. What is this case worth? Well, this person's had six months of PT that was unsuccessful in resolving their pain, and they've had two epidural steroid injections. Okay, well, there's a demand, you know, that's going to be made for that. That's, you know, there's parameters for what a normal case would require. We can talk about those parameters another time. That's all for now. I'm Andrew Newworth. I hold people accountable. Have a great day.